A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool for cats, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jimmy Campbell's here. Hello. P.T. Donaldson's here. I'm a hero like Robert De Niro. But Luke Moore isn't. He's not. He's in America, hashtag travelling around America. <laughs> Phil <Gonna> Brown. Eat... <laughs> Is he going across America with Phil Brown? Yeah. yeah. He's on his... Does uh... he not know? Oi, who do you think's driving? <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Who's in the sidecar? Side Looks in the sidecar <laughs> like a dog with um, with like those goggles on they wear in Mad Max. Seriously, Phil, don't go so fast over the bumps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then, everybody. Uh, oh, let us begin, Josie. A lot of people were onto this. A lot of people <laughs> knew this was going to be the opening question. Is that right? I had it already before any of you tweeted or emailed me. Okay. <laughs> Jose Mourinho said that they need Tom Cruise to win the title this year as it's Mission Impossible for Chelsea. Mm. That we- said, I mean, he's done five Mission Impossible films now, which yeah. suggests that these are eminently possible missions. Yes. <laughs> I mean, back himself more. <laughs> I mean, this I mean, this time round, he said that at the exact time that I do believe Sky are going to be putting out the new Mission Impossible film. So I think he's Ooh. on the tick. Ooh, <laughs> naughty. I think Jose Mourinho has been paid by Mission Impossible <laughs> to promote Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible. What right. a sellout. What a sellout, eh? Damn Pause you, there. damn you, Jose. I'm, of course, joking. That would be ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. Well, I'd like you to answer this then. Which actor do you think could help Chelsea mount a title challenge, Jim? Uh, well, the thing that you know seems to be defining Chelsea's season is that none of it really makes any sense. <laughs> it's a very di- difficult thing to work out mm. why they're playing so badly and and why th- things have been going for them as they are, especially compared to last season. And mm. someone who... Um, as an actor, has really made his name by playing characters that can find solutions to, to impossible questions. Would be uh, would be uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, the, uh, the, the, the the Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and obviously, you know, they have a lot of they have a lot of top stars, and it's not working, isn't it? So why not? Why not slide down to the B list? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Outrageous. Uh, I wasn't here for this argument. <laughs> and give uh, give Jeff Goldblum a oh, go. He I could see. work it all out. Now I'm a man down on this argument. Now you pounce. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't register <laughs> and my. The uh, helped. I didn't register my uh, interest in this question. Go on. In my opinion. B-list, firm Absolutely B-list. B-list. Was A-list? B-list, no. no. Never, I was. Never, never A-list. Of course he was A-list. How he was, was he A-list? I'm Jurassic Park. Literally, oh, we got men- the football got mentioned on the IGN.co.uk <laughs> podcast because of this. They agreed B-list, firmly B-list, firmly cult. Right. And, and, and I think Chris Tilly on that podcast made the point that... Um, that Jurassic Park was a, a film made up of people who uh, had never uh, had never sort of been A-list sort of thing. So Will Absolutely. Smith was was the only A-lister in that film. In even then, he wasn't that big. In Jurassic Park? In Independence Day, in sorry. Independence Day, but that was his sort of breakout role in mm. that sense, wasn't it? Um, sorry, I don't mean sorry Jurassic Park. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean right, Independence Day. I'm getting right, Independence well, Day mixed up with Jurassic Park. Goldblum was the main man in that film. No, he wasn't. The dinosaurs he was in Jurassic effect. Park 2. Yeah, Whose favourite film is that? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's not leading a movie. He's currently yeah. doing PC the World Fly. Ads. The Fly was a cult hit, a surprise breakout hit. Mate, in an ideal world <laughs> and in all of our hearts, he's an A-list actor, but you've got to accept it. Right. Uh, how have you... What was the t- What was the Chelsea business? Uh, the Chelsea into? business was because, um, you know, Jeff Goldblum's characters generally, the guy in Independence Day, whose name I forget because, you know, he's B-list, um, <laughs> and, uh, and Dr Ian Malcolm, Professor Ian Malcolm as well, they, yeah. um, he, he figures stuff out, doesn't he? When no-one else knows what's going on, Goldblum's your man. If yeah. you need someone to play that kind of role mm. and actually just work out the solutions to difficult questions, yep. he'll figure out... And in a sort of like bizarre riddle-like way, and he'll do it in a charming way, and, and his, that's what Chelsea need: answers and likability. And his, his laptop that. can unlock the Premier League, like it unlocked <laughs> those alien defences in Independence Day. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've sacrificed the points there, haven't I? Yeah. I'm, I'm going. Speaking of B-list, Pete Donaldson. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going for a similarly B-list actor that has never been a, a lead, really. Tim yeah. Roth. Mm. Who obviously played Set Blatter in the yes. FIFA film, so he could change the goalpost almost literally, <laughs> and I don't know, give everyone a, a, a yeah. six-point deduction. Everybody or a be deduction. cool. This is a law change. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody be cool. I'm changing the rules of the game. The everybody fundamental... be cool. That's a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Short title, Sonny Tell uh, Joel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Roth. I'll go for Tim Roth. Yeah, I like or, it. At a push, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. What, how would that work? Yeah, I don't know. You just turn up in a DeLorean and go, and everyone go, oh, brilliant. Marty, well, they, yeah. they'd go Marty, we're, we're gonna play against <laughs> Great Palace. They would go back to last season. Yes, there we are, Doc. <laughs> All right, Doc, you're misusing the car, Doc. <laughs> Marty, get out of my face. I'll cut you, Marty. <laughs> I yeah, good, mm, Doc. Now. Marcus! <laughs> now, I would go uh, for a man. Jose Mourinho likes to be surrounded by yes men, doesn't he? Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> because he wants to be reassured that he's doing the right thing and, mm. and, and fed into his ego because he loves being loved. So, therefore, I would go for Frank Nelson. Who's Frank Nelson? I hear you cry. Who's Frank Nelson? Who is Frank Nelson? Who's well, Frank Nelson? I cry. Is it, is it Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> um, no, this, uh, Frank Nelson was never A list. Um, Frank Nelson is the inspiration for the yes guy in The Simpsons. Oh, you know the guy. Yes, yes. Oh, that's right, that okay. is Frank Nelson. So if you actually you're worth having a YouTube of old Frank Nelson, yeah. that was his little trademark. So if ever Mourinho's like, oh, you know, I've because we lost at home to Watford, I've chinned the receptionist yeah. or something. Was I right to do that? And he'd just go, yes, <laughs> yes. And then Mourinho would. Um, they should have made him the face of the Scottish referendum. <laughs> Everyone would have loved that. So, yeah, when you put it like that, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but yeah, so I go for Frank Nelson, and then Mourinho would lighten up a bit, the dressing yeah. room would be a happier place, and uh, and the league would, would be theirs. It's as simple <laughs> as that. But because Jim said Jeff Goldblum, then uh, he's got the points. Oh, oh okay, that's, that's very, uh, that's very fair of you, Marcus. Fair of you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bipartisan. Yeah, Fribbin, Fribbin. Fribbin, Fribbin. Remini, Right, let's go to the Premier League. Manchester City 1, Liverpool 4. Yeah. Possibly the start of the weekend was that Jurgen Klopp apparently has more away wins against the top four 
than Brendan Rodgers made. <laughs> old Ronners. Old Ronners. <laughs> Brendan Ronners, just the kid you went to school with. This oh, match. He's never managed the game in the top flight at all. <laughs> this match was... This is another old actor that you've I've, dug out. I've had a bad start. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, this match was really interesting because I was in a hotel in uh, Leicester, the, the Hilton in Foss Park, if you must know, uh, and every time I went to the toilet, a goal would go in. It was almost amazing. How oh, right. Are you taking credit? Yeah, why did you, almost amazing the Pete Donaldson story. Why did you get the toilet five times in ninety minutes? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, like I'm a, a big class A drug user, like, Marcus. <laughs> like a racehorse, I was going to say. <laughs> but you went there, um, Jim. Yeah, I watched this game and El Clasico oh, at nice the same one. time, nice and it was one. wonderful. Well, you like wow. Bills? Apparently, Bills. Matello Bills. Sorry, he cut in there, Jim. He could, he's trained himself to watch two games at a time right eye on one left eye on the other because he's looking for patterns you see is that yeah. what you did no okay no. I was just in a lovely pub in Dublin which oh. had multiple screens yeah, like pub. one of those stereograms where you boss your eyes up yeah. and you see a unicorn or something no just two different screens <laughs> yeah. right? Okay, like, good. Right. it wasn't like a magic eye football match <laughs> yeah. although I'd love to watch that yeah hey. why has someone done that you're so uh, you're in the pub eh yeah in, 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 in the pub, eh? In Publin, in, in, yeah. more like the mercantile in Publin. Get yourself down there. <laughs> Recommended. Go on then, Liverpool. They impressed you, Jim. I'm thinking they did. They really did. It was the the Gegen press was fully fully in action, wasn't it? I mean, it was very very clear that that was their plan. Just be more committed in defence, press them really hard, absolutely everywhere on the pitch, and City just had no answer to it mm. at all. They, Sanya. Uh, got done, didn't he, by the game oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam got done, but then, like, Mangala decided to let him off. So, Don't worry, mate, got you back here. <laughs> that panic just went through the whole yeah. team. I mean, to be fair to both of those players, they were in the Stade de France um, when the awfulness happened mm. uh, last week, and Senya said after the game, I just, I wasn't ready, I thought mm. I was. Really? I, like, oh, it, was, okay. it was playing on my mind. And I mean, you know, for all of the French players, it's tough. For, for any French person, it's tough. But those guys were in the stadium. I'm sure we've all seen the, the, the footage mm. of, um, of the you know the, the explosion mm. um, or the sound of the explosion and Patrice Evra looking around just like massively confused and you know fair enough to those players if they're having an off day but um, City just across the board were, were just not at the races were they, they were just not good enough no, Liverpool just were better in every department as, as soon as Joe Hart had the ball they were just like Lallana was like bombing on and just really yeah. putting the fullbacks under pressure and stuff it was really nice to see Lallana working harder off the ball than he did on the ball it was a really it was a real kind of tenacious performance and, from uh, Liverpool and it, it was mm. really nice to see though everybody mentioned the Gegenpress. press just reminds me of uh, Jez in Peepshaw um, buying some second press olive oil and every time somebody mentions it I think oh you just sound like Jez in Peepshaw <laughs> <It's rubbish. laughs> but it was really it was, they've got some really hard workers in the team Liverpool and it's nice to see them being used mm. for for uh, for, for that reason played and, in proper and, positions yeah and well, Milner was bossing it in the middle Firmino was playing up front wasn't he he was mm. yeah I, and mean, that's I thought he's natural I think he had played some games there for Hoffenheim but um, mm. I think it's you know that's his first goal for Liverpool and the, what's brilliant about that for them is that the you know the amount of time it's taken him to score that the narrative of that has just been buried in the euphoria of that performance and that mm. result that's that's done now doesn't matter he yep. and Coutinho lo- linked up superbly and Firmino and Coutinho is just really satisfying to say <laughs> it actually reminds me of um, of sort of towards the end of the season a few seasons ago when it really looked like they were going to win it and that sort of euphoria that was about Liverpool and that sense of just joy and fun that they had mm. it was the same kind of thing and you know that's the sort of thing Klopp is, is bringing that it's, positivity there's nothing better than seeing a smile on that man's face is that's there really brilliant. Um, what I would say is that Benteke is not a natural breaking player for me. No. It's just like, oh, just run towards the goal, Benteke. Christ. Lumbering. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the fact that uh, Carlo Torre got a last-minute uh, substitute appearance. Yeah. Just get, get all the old City boys I'll on. Have. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Milner as well, just tearing it up on his return. And oh. Sterling, wow. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, it was all about James Milner in some senses. <laughs> but Liverpool, they were, they were superb and... and that was a star-studded lineup for Manchester City, as it often is these days, of yeah. course. Um, it's, it's one of the things, isn't it? Being one of those big teams that spend a lot of money, if you've got loads of players missing for injury, mm-hmm. no one cares. It's like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what? Look how good your squad is. But the, obviously, the, the, the problem is with that uh, pressing style that Klopp deploys, you can only do it for a certain amount of time. But I suppose if you find yourselves 3-0 up in quick succession, <laughs> then, then long may it continue. No, yeah, I mean, they did come Liverpool back fan. and they looked like they, Man City were going to um, mount some sort of a fight yeah. back, but it just kind of fizzled away at nothing. And I yeah. think that was just because the, the back four were just at sixes and sevens, because they, so, they were just putting so much pressure on the back four. Like, Joe Hart, was, Joe Hart looked a bit lost, to be honest. The way his kicking was a bit, like, wayward at times, I think. Yeah. 
Well, you... I guess when all of your options are closed down, mm. it makes you second-guess yourself, doesn't it? It's like, am I going to go here, am I going to go there? And... Well, he's, he's a big one for just balling it out to the, to the um, right-back or the left-back, isn't he? Yeah. But he just didn't have that option because yeah. Liverpool were really uh, working hard, swarming, they were. Mm. So yeah. a worrying trend for City as well, given how well they started in particular, that they've taken a couple <clears> of pastings <throat> off the bigger sides. Th- Spurs obviously thrashed them. And um, they were insipid against Man United. Mm. So you wonder, is it, you know, are they... Are I think they with Manchester United... Track bullies a little bit? Wow. Is, it, is it the injuries? Are they coasting? What, yeah. what is it? I yeah, I think with Manchester United, when you say it's insipid, I understand that, but they, it was a solid nil-nil. They never looked like conceding, really. So well, yeah, but, you know, it's a very unambitious game plan. But they're still right up there in the league. They're not top, of course. No. Um, no. But, but they're still right up there. It, it's a strange result. I think that... The way Liverpool just went at them, it, it spooked them a bit, didn't it? Mm. And when, you know, that can happen. A side can get a few goals in quick succession scored against them, which leaves them quite dumbfounded. Aguero's just come back from injury. It is a strange one, Jim, but that is this season in the Premier League, yeah. is it not? It's absolutely. Because West Ham beat them there as well at home, which at the Etihad, which was which was a strange result as well. Um, for, for Liverpool fans, I mean, it's it must be absolutely marvellous. But it then brings them into that uh, dangerous position of, right, we've just beaten one of the best sides in the league 4-1 away from home. You've seen, we've seen the start that Klopp's made. You know, it was, it was three draws and then three wins and then a loss. And it was, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Mm. Does that put a bit more pressure on them as they, as they go forward, you know? Yeah, they're in a pretty good position, though. They're, they're, they're n- Everyone sort of said it's going to be difficult for Klopp. Kind of, he will have to spend some money in January. Will he get it? I don't know. Will he wait till the close season? Because as Alex Ferguson, Ferguson always said, there's no, <laughs> there's no value in the market at that point yeah. in, uh, in, in just after Christmas and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how much money he gets in, um, in the January transfer window. But it's, it's, it's looking against Manchester City. And I know it's just one match. I just think they look really, really strong and mm. really, really powerful and really just busy. Busy yeah. team. Skirtle normally nuts the ball in, doesn't he? When he <laughs> scores a goal. That one was an absolute thunderstorm. Slammed, wasn't it? It wasn't It wasn't that near the corner as well. No. <laughs> it was just a nice piss, height. Yeah. The piss beat um, heart, didn't it, really? Absolutely Goodness wonderful move. stuff from, from the big man. But yeah, so it was possibly the, the, probably the result of the weekend, actually, in, in mm. quite an interesting uh, weekend's uh, action. Mm. Um, Spurs 4, West Ham on another 4-1. Yeah. <laughs> Blimey O'Reilly The title is on for Spurs everybody <laughs> It's happening it's I sneaking two, up there It's top one <laughs> Or nothing for me They're, they're doing absolutely marvellously well Harry Kane he's scoring lots and lots of goals Spurs looked very very yeah. good indeed It was a brilliant performance for Spurs Although a friend of mine who's a big Spurs fan Said that he enjoyed for example The, the home win against Chelsea the, the previous season mm. Was it was it 5-3 or something like that Around, the Chris, around Christmas time Because he felt that Spurs the ball dropped for them a few times against West Ham. He thought yeah. that there was a few sort of uh, goals that were not bundled in, but slightly fortuitous. Mm. But then my argument would be they created an awful lot yeah, of chances but, against I mean, the how, team. How many, how many times have those balls not fallen kindly? Well, to them, exactly. You know? or, or have they wait, like squandered those, mm. those you know, not half chances, but almost like two thirds chances? In like, someone like Harry Kane, you've got someone who can just you know just bury those. Sw- swing a foot at it and, and get it in the back of the net. He did scuff one goal. though, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he did, yeah, <laughs> gloriously. <laughs> so. But the first goal, Harry Kane's first goal, was a great example of him just sniffing that out and just being mobile enough to. to to get on the end of that, yeah, uh, he made that um, into more than the he's the new Vardy. chance. <laughs> he's a, he's <laughs> a sniffer of a striker. A Do you know sniffer. what I mean? There's a, there's a Teddy Sheringham sort of quality about him that a lot of people mm. have said before, but it's it's very evident. He mm. just he's not quite as cultured though, is he? I mean, well, still off the field or mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. Um, but he's, it's good to see him scoring again. But Spurs goals all over the pitch. Mm. Um, the, obviously, um, Deli Ali got a stupid booking. <laughs> Stupid, but I don't get involved there, and and uh, he'll miss the next game. Although Ryan Mason then then came on, and you think, oh yeah, he's he's a good player as well. Yeah, they've got some depth in there. <laughs> they do. They, they, have, they yeah. really do. It's exciting times, I suppose. The um, uh, Toby Alderweireld's header was a lovely oh, one, yeah. wasn't it? Just, again, just thumped in. Yeah, that was Skirtles. It was like they swapped goals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Andy Carroll was waiting for it, thinking, yeah, not this should come to. Oh dear. Ooh. What's happened there? Carroll looked uh, rather um, isolated up front for West Ham. Yeah, I mean, they were missing Payet, weren't they? Yes. It was actually, you know what, their, their approach to the game was similar to Liverpool's, actually. They just pressed hard, worked hard, just be more committed, mm. and the quality will, will 
will shine through. Is, is this the end of West Ham's incredible away form, though? Because they've had a couple of uh, of hammerings on the road. Well, not hammerings, but they've not won. won they've been inconsistent, the haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Spurs. But this is the type of game that Spurs would normally lose, wouldn't it? Against a big rival who were playing quite well, and Spurs put them to the sword. I mean, it, it really was a did, superb yeah. performance. I mean, I, I don't know what the off the top of my head what the record against West Ham is like, but um, yeah, they they really did just thrash them, and. Mm. You know that that's just got to be encouraging for Tottenham fans because they've consistently been been the better teams in in the in the mm. in the games they've played. Even those they've drawn, mm. if they can turn a few more of those into wins, and with Harry Kane coming back into form, it looks like they certainly have the firepower to do that. Well, then, yeah, I mean, it was four nil before West Ham scored. It probably should have been five or six. Yeah, is the truth we told. Although that Lanzini goal was a beauty. Yeah, <laughs> it's, one of, it's a glorious thing, isn't it? A meaning meaningless belter. Yeah, Huntelaar <laughs> got one uh, for Schalke, was it against Real Madrid in the Champions League? Yeah. It was like a volley from about twenty. 12 yards out in off the bar <laughs> you think that should could count I have that, could I have had, had that in like the third minute that yeah. would have been well better yeah. I don't know it's just like oh, mm. and more nonsense off the field with the West Ham and uh, Spurs support yeah, it was, not, uh, awful. Not, not great to see well, sadly that's in um, 2015 yeah mm. Blumenek uh, but, yeah, but a great win for Spurs nonetheless and they, yeah. uh, they are four points off, off the top and they, they are one of the form sides in the Premier League, Jim. Mm. Are you worried, Jim? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> what, are you sure? Absolutely not. Because you look worried. Why Tottenham. are you gripping the desk like that? <laughs> because it's Tottenham. Oh, Spurs oh, what they do. Oh, right. This this is the season to change it for can Spurs. We, can you, we have... you saying this yeah. means it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> can we have it clean, Jim? Can we just say it because it's Tottenham so I can just clip it for the end of the season, yeah? Because it's Tottenham. He's that confident. Go. Yeah. He's that confident. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear. There'll be angry Spurs fans that are listening to this, Jim. They'll be <laughs> yeah. knocking down your door when yeah. I give your address Although, at the end know, of the show. That said, I mean, it depends what you're saying they're going to do because they have absolutely every chance of getting into the top four this season, as we discussed last week, because, you know, obviously Chelsea are extremely likely to be missing from the usual suspects. So it's going to be probably a shoot between them and Liverpool, you would think. And or, or, or. You would imagine Leicester will fall away. Yeah. OK, well, we'll have a little bit of chat on, uh, on Leicester and uh, Arsenal as well. Well, after this, watch out now. It's getting too hot to handle the screens. Somebody before ramble. The differing fortunes of Troy Deeney. <laughs> An audiobook <laughs> read by Marcus Speller. Watford won Manchester United to. When people were going on about this, actually, with Troy Deeney scoring the own goal, firstly, I'm not convinced that the shot was going wide. I thought the shot might have been. I think it would have just gone inside the far post from from Schweinsteiger. Obviously, yeah, but he sort of carried it in on his bum. Yeah, but it wasn't you, a howler. There's, there's a point where it, it, it's it's an own goal. But it's even not, if it it's was not going a poor in. play from Deeney. It's well oh, down no, to it's just really bad luck, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but uh, it was a good performance from Watford. It's a shame for them that they didn't get a point. But Manchester United grinding out yeah. those results, <laughs> Jim. Jeremy They're grinding wins. them, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They're second in the league. Like, they, well, they've crept up. We were talking about this the other week. Like, it, it, people have just made a habit of um, of writing United off because they're still giddy from that initial season where um, Alex Ferguson wasn't there. But they, you know, they're just they're playing their way into form mm. um, every now and then. Then their form slips and they look a bit boring, but they still win. They're you know they're they're on course. Could this be when Chelsea won the league it. doing boring football? That this could be <laughs> yeah that they win the league. Yeah. A, a bit not a canter, but just everyone all bets are off with this uh, 2015, it's great, 2016. It? it does make it really entertaining. <laughs> Watford have had a great start to the season, have they not? I mean, okay, they're, they're 13th and but they're seven points off relegation and they would have been many people's pick to go straight back down. But they, they, they're sort of playing it in the right way and they're, they're playing with two um, two strikers up yeah. top and I'm liking that and I, I think that's not a lost art in the Premier League. I think no. a lot of teams are getting a lot of uh, joy out of playing a couple of players up, up top and I wish my team Newcastle would do that, for example. <laughs> yeah. um, just, just one guy trying just to score one. Good, isn't <laughs> That would improve things. <laughs> it's interesting you say that, Peter, about, about two strikers. Mm. Um, a chap I used to play uh, youth team football for many many moons ago mm. and who is the youth team manager for uh, one of the biggest sides in the Premier League now um, no coincidence I think you'll agree and <laughs> he was saying actually that he felt that people should go back to playing if they can of course mm. to two up front and, and, and play maybe a bit more of a tight midfield because and again this is a big shout and, and, a, and a theory of his that maybe some people won't agree with but for a guy who is the youth manager for, as I say, one of the biggest sides in the Premier League. He felt that in the last, well, I don't know what it would be, 10, 15 years, maybe even slightly longer, that defenders at youth level used to uh, 
grow up playing against two forwards. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have two centre backs against two forwards. So you'd constantly have one man to mark each. Whereas in the last 10, 15 years, maybe a little bit longer, as I say, it's been one man. Mm. So you've had two centre backs marking one guy. So you're not as mm. perhaps switched on. And he felt that that was one of the reasons why we don't have so many uh, great centre backs at the moment. I mean, it's it's perhaps a factor in, in a number of factors. I'm mm. sure you could write reams of material and all that kind of stuff. But it was an interesting thought. And, and as you say, Pete, if you have two up front, you, you, people aren't really doing that so much anymore. No, no you know, and, and people, are, you're just completely under under pressure. Like, you're doubling up the amount of players and you can't just always rely on your midfielder to scoff you because at the end of the day, they're not they're not on shooting practice every every no. day at training, you know. I, have have two strikers up and just and just play, even if you, if you have to play the big man, small man. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. just just have, just just days. give you if your if your team is looking for goals, yeah. just go out to try and score them instead of just mm. trying to just bore everyone a bloody death. Well, that's it, right. And it also is one of the one of the joys that younger listeners probably would have missed out on yeah. the, the, the duos, like the SAS of, um, oh. of Sutton and Shearer <laughs> and Sheringham and Shearer for the, yeah. for England as well. It's still mm. you know and Sturridge and Suarez as well. Cole and York, absolutely all of it. Yeah. All of those. Co- uh, Colin Beardsley, thank you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But it, but it is it is an interesting point though, and if because again it used to be four four two in straight lines. That was was your front two. So therefore, if you put the extra man in midfield, you'd outnumber them and, and you get a lot of joy. Yeah. Whereas it's not like that anymore. It's not a case of right. Let's go for a, a bank of four across the middle. So you leave yourself exposed there in the midfield battle. Actually, somebody like Kike Sanchez Flores is a bit of a canny operator. Mm. So he's not just going to play. Well, exactly. There's, there's, every football on that field is a lot more cultured than they were 15 years ago. Exactly. So they, they can play their positions a lot more intelligently and they, they know who to drop off and, and, and who to mm. go pick up the ball. So mm. I just, I, yeah. So if you can be a bit more crafty than food, you actually can have a, afford to have another one up front. Absolutely. If, if indeed you, you, your squad can, can do that. I mean, I don't want to go off to England uh, in, in the chat, but I think England, if actually, if England play a 4-4-2 diamond, I think I think oh, might have right, Venables, yeah. <laughs> Gerard and Lampard in there. <laughs> Skulls on the left wing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a left wing, would it, Jim? No. With true. a diamond, even a big old as, hole as in the you middle. well know. Well, for Brendan the Rogers, point. the left point, that that left uh, the left tip, <laughs> if that's such a thing. But yeah, but Manchester going back to Manchester United, Watford though. Um, Man United being linked with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. They're being linked with everyone. They're being linked mm. with Iron Robin. Yeah. Van Hal did Iron say. Iron Robin. Iron Robin. Yeah. Yeah. He got like a sort of robotic suit of armour. <laughs> Iron Robin. Oh, Iron Robin. How would you say it? Iron, but you know. Iron. Yeah. I wasn't mocking it. I just enjoyed yeah. the way you said it. Right. I think this so, is I think just what my voice sounds Marcus like. Marcus just loves an edit point. <laughs> any, any excuse to stop and reset. Oh, wonderful. That's, that's not true at all. <laughs> you naughty man. Uh, Robin did say. Um, that he's fell out with uh, Robert Lewandowski recently. Apparently, yeah. Lewandowski had a row with Robin on the pitch for being a ball hogger. And after it's like a playground, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. You're a goal hanger and a ball hog, and I'm taking my ball home because you're hogging it. He is a ball hogger, though. Yeah, he is. He is a ball hogger. Um, uh, Lewandowski uh, was asked about this after the match, and he said, I don't want to say anything. You have already seen it for yourselves. <laughs> You have said something there. You've yeah, said a lot in a You've way. You've been very clever. Mm. So it's a funny one, isn't it? A funny link for Man United because um, Robin is 31 now. Yes. Um, so you wonder how much money they would spend on him and it's quite short-termist. Yeah, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo is an interesting one because he would cost an awful lot of money he and he's now in his 30s. Okay, he's the best or one of the best players on the planet. Yeah, and also incredibly marketable. So you, you, you know, you've got a yeah. real chance of making a huge amount of that money back. But they've got players in those positions, obviously not to the standard of Cristiano Ronaldo, flipping neck, you know, only Barcelona yeah. do. But you, you, I'm caught in two minds because I think, my goodness, wouldn't it be great to see him back in the Premier League and he could be the difference between Manchester United you know, winning the league and yeah. finishing mm. second, third or fourth. But... As you say, it is a bit of short-termism, and they've got a, a lot of people, a lot of players who are decent in those positions. It was good to see De- the Memphis Depay score in a lovely goal, actually. Yeah, yeah. After Van Hal said, I, I, "I expect more from him," so you think he's going to come good because he's still a young man. You've got Rooney in there. Well, okay, he's, he's not performing, but he's you know Rooney's still got a bit of life in him. Matter is there. You know, Lingard's coming. It, it, you, no, you, we don't even need to finish this. It'll be Matter that loses out. Yeah, <laughs> it's just what happens to him. Isn't Every it? Whoever single comes time. in. Ship him out. Oh, Ship him man. out. Um, but, you know, Lingard is obviously, you know, a decent player. You know, they've got a number of options there, and I just wonder if they did bring Cristiano Ronaldo, would it be 
would it slightly unbalance the well, side? Well, like, I mean, he would. Uh, but then, it, I think he'd be caught in two minds. Does he destroy the legacy that he had uh, under Alex Ferguson? Mm. Uh, and I think if Alex Ferguson possibly was still at Manchester United, he would definitely move, you know, in a heartbeat. But you also sort of think he does like to be Johnny Hero Pants. And yeah. I <laughs> think it would be great for Real Madrid. Bale could probably get a bit more uh, mm-hmm. time and a bit more, um, I don't know, a bit more focus, and, and you could sort of build a team around him. Yeah. Uh, and Cristiano Ronaldo would probably enjoy being the hero again. So yeah. it's it's difficult, isn't it, I mm. guess? But I, again, Manchester United, I think they, they turned over like a ridiculous amount yeah. of profits and it got announced uh, this month, uh, the biggest that any football team has ever turned over in history. Wow. And uh, it was like 500 million in a year or something Get like that. Get him in. Get him in. Yeah. You know, it's a <laughs> change for them, unfortunately. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's interesting what you say about how, um, you know, whether Ronaldo would look at... Um, whether or not he might tarnish his reputation. I don't think Ronaldo thinks like that at no. all. I don't think he even considers the possibility that whatever his next move will be won't be an absolutely massive success, and mm. rightly so, because he's such an incredibly <laughs> you, like rarely gifted player. Yeah, and um, I, 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 yeah, sorry, Jim. But yeah, the, the Robin thing is interesting because he wants out of Bayern now, according to reports, and oh, that, yeah. the, the talk is that that move will happen in January. So Wait for the window, will mate. They, will they get him for six <laughs> months and just like stick him on the bench like when Ronaldo <laughs> comes in if <laughs> if they can afford to do that? Who yeah, he'd probably just automatically injure himself as soon yeah. as he's just on the plane. <laughs> DVT. Get him off the plane then. Um, but I, I go just briefly back to Ronaldo before we move on. I know it's ridiculous to say, oh, should they go for him or should they not? But, uh, you know, the aforementioned reasons just before anybody tweets me saying, no, I can't believe it. So there we are. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, nil, Leicester City, three. Oh. What a fine performance. <laughs> St. James's Park in front of all us ping. It rem- remi- <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of the game. I think we mentioned it on the preview show when Newcastle beat Leicester 4 3. Although Newcastle didn't score four goals. <laughs> no, crash no. barrier, no, barriers were not uh, erupting and breaking down. Advertising hoardings were not coming down yeah. oh, with it's, excitement. It's been a while and you can't see those days ever coming back. Yeah, it's November <laughs> and they've given up. <laughs> Why is that? They genuinely don't look like they're even trying. Yeah. The, the Stepping Stone Club, like, because I think because um, like players like Sissoko didn't get their move last season. Yeah, they were just like, right. I was told this was a Stepping Stone Club, and if he can't get a move, yeah, why is, what's the point in trying? Right, fine. I'm yeah. shutting up shop. I'm just abandoned in a lake on a stone. <laughs> There's nowhere to move. Oh, it's dreadful. Dear. We better mention Jamie Vardy equaling Ruud van Nistelrooy's record. Yeah, off, ten... off, offside for me, Ruud. <laughs> no, <laughs> outrageous. Outrageous. What a goal it was. It was. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful snapshot. Get Lovely him on the plane. He's, he's, got had, some, um... he's got some pace at times, hasn't he? He really oh, does. Yeah. He's, he's a fine so. dribbler. I mean, against Colacini, admittedly. Colacini and Anita <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get yeah. get hold of him. But but he also has very, very good control at pace. Yes, yeah. How he, how he keeps just smashing them in like mm. he does, but he had a he had cryotherapy, didn't he, in the week? What's that? Uh, which is where you're sort of like frozen a, a bit. little bit frozen. Yeah, yeah. and it, apparently it heeds it um it speeds up the healing time. Big uh, Sam's for certain a big injuries. Fan. Oh right. Yeah. I think well, I think perhaps the the thought process behind that was Vardy's obviously desperate to get that scoring record. Fair enough. Away to Newcastle. The next game was against Manchester United. Mm. They mm. thought this is the chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I could just see the the FA's dubious goals panel just laying in wait. Ah, oh, let's not give it to him. Let's find a way to not give it to him if he gets it. Let's they give are... it to Troy Deeney. <laughs> <laughs> they are the misery panel, aren't they? The they are, dubious yeah. goals panel. Oh, would you not like to do a shift for them? Uh, yeah, only because I'd just be stupid and go, yeah, yeah. he didn't score that. <laughs> Diego Maradona scored that. Yeah. And He's also, 53, Pete, yes. I, I'm giving that to Brian Peters. Yeah. And what? <laughs> the shift would be an hour long and you get 20 grand for it as well. So it'd be great. <laughs> Pro- allegedly. <laughs> Probably. Sorry, and a massive lunch. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, don't do them a disservice, yeah. Jim. They pay much better than that. Um, but yes, uh, Leicester, eh? all over the place. They're top of the bleeding league. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. Now, now that's a team that can afford a bloody cost, I tell you. Yeah, it's me. Let wow. them take but, the rest of the year off, boys. Oh, but they're just playing so solidly well across the <laughs> across the board. Wes Morgan's a great example. He was one mm. of those players who came in uh, last season. Like he, he actually started last season quite well, and there mm-hmm. were times where it's like, oh, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he can cut it. I don't know if his decision making is good enough. He's he sometimes gets caught for pace, but now he just look, looks like an absolute rock. Yeah. And they've all stepped it up together. That's and they're right. riding this crest of a wave, and it's it's just so impressive to it, see. It was and such a change for, for management style from Pearson to Ranieri. Yeah. And not but a lot of people questioned that, and you know I'm sure people in this very studio 
and those who are in America who are normally in the studio questioned it. And, mm. and fair enough, but the, obviously the different temperament, whatever's going on, it just works. I mean, sometimes <laughs> in football you can't explain things. Not to, yeah. to say Ranieri's not doing a good job, he obviously is, but... My goodness, a happy camp is obviously a successful one in this case. It's all that pizza. It's all that <laughs> it's, pizza. It's the motivation of being allowed to have a pizza as a professional footballer. <laughs> that must be so great. If you take your fitness seriously, mm. you probably don't eat that much pizza. Yeah, and as we all yeah. know, pizza is one of the greatest achievements of the human race. That's right. That's why uh, a certain Arsenal player offered pizza to Sir Alex Ferguson <laughs> that time. He certainly <laughs> did. <laughs> a lot, um, a lot Get this go- in your goal, Fergie! <laughs> did you see Azure's goal? Yes. Beautiful. Lovely. Mm. Lovely, wasn't it? Just, all that time, um, just stand at the back post. He just sort of Colacini marking no one. It was brilliant, wasn't it? He's brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Just flopped towards yeah, the ball. Just flopped, just flopped <laughs> like a salmon. Uh, so, yeah, not good. But I have got tickets for... Um, oh, you do? Newcastle uh, versus Crystal Palace, or rather Palace versus wow. Newcastle. Yeah. That's my derby. The, <laughs> the Donaldson derby. Yeah. Oh. Saving a good performance oh, for that match. Embarrass them. Wonderful news. them. <laughs> going to be down oh. to Crystals afterwards if, if we win? If we win. Oh, oh that's a shame. God, if I'm going to save win, a residence. If, you, if, if Newcastle win, we'll see you at the bar. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just steam in there going fuck the tide is over <laughs> oh I'm so excited I cannot wait get some body paint for a Newcastle <laughs> strip seriously yeah I could get on the telly couldn't I you could yeah. you would get on the telly I would are you going to wear a shirt ramble thing on there <laughs> I'm not going to wear a shirt I never wear a shirt in the football it's a Newcastle. I was going to say they're in London mate the tropical southeast. No, yeah. I mean yeah, he's in a way supporter of course he is Unless you're at Fulham, and it's the neutral end for me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Uh, West Brom, a.k.a. Tony Pulis 2, Arsenal 1. <laughs> yeah, still oh can't God. beat him. <laughs> no, just, no. Even Pulis said, yeah, we got a bit of luck today. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. He just, oh. they can't. Uh, he is Arsenal's bogeyman. He absolutely is. Um, <laughs> As you've said before, he looks like an angry snowman, which is exact, exactly what you would think a bogeyman would look like. Yeah, um, yeah. He, I mean, he, he knows how to just put it up Arsenal, doesn't he? We've been, we've been saying throughout the... <laughs> Shove it up the, Arsenal. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and, and then just sort of be really humble afterwards, but also at the same time be massively gloating. Yeah. Um, and fair enough, because he's, you know, he's, he's, he's been Arsenal. Number. Yeah. Um, and we've said a few times this season, like, Arsenal have, have had these calamities in the Champions League and in the Capital One Cup, but it's not been into the league, and this is it. Santi Cazorla's penalty, right? Which was a <laughs> soft penalty anyway. So bad. I think this was missed at the time, because everyone was just, like, baffled by how bad the penalty was. It was so bad, he actually gave away a free kick for kicking the ball twice. <laughs> he was unlucky. He was unlucky. I mean, he slipped, didn't he? he did, yeah, he clearly didn't mean to. I'll, uh, do, one of, he didn't, yeah, I'll do one of those shots where you hit it off your foot and it really bamboozles <laughs> the opposition player. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like that. Jim, big news. Ibrahimovic is being linked to Arsenal. Big rumours. Big I mean, rumours. I'm, I'm dubious about that. This I story. want you to comment on. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's I'll... supposed to have said there were no quotes in the paper. He wants to work with <laughs> Vega and move to England before ending his career in MLS. Yeah. His let's... contract runs out in June. He's 34. Let's. Let's be sensible about that and, no. and think that, um, you know, last week, I mean, literally a few days before this, he said the time for me to play in England has gone. So let's, we've done sensible. Yep. Let's just fast forward to how absolutely amazing that would be just to have him anywhere in the Premier League. Yep. But if he played for Arsenal, even if it was an absolute disaster and it should work for every reason but didn't, I would just enjoy it so much. It would be different. Class. Imagine being able to cheer Zlatan for your oh. own team. No, no Englishman has ever been able to do that. That's true. This is the time for Arsenal to abolish that wage cap and go out, go all out because he'll need a big signing on thing. Yeah, he would be, he'd be available on a Bosman, wouldn't he? Yeah. And like we said, like Zlatan, you know, he's, he's 34, but he looks no different from how he did like, even four or five years ago because oh, he's always been lazy. He's never been part of his game. <laughs> <laughs> he can still do those high kicks. Exactly, He can still yeah. boot a, 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 one of his own players in the face. So yeah, I mean, fine. I wonder who it is who's going to get that treatment if he does rock up at Arsenal. Cazola. Yeah. It's oh, pretty horrible. No, he would, he would miss him. That he would, so high. would be awful, wouldn't it? It'd be like someone kicking a puppy. Or like, Oh, let's yeah. best not think about it. Yeah. Um, Cockerland's out, so yeah, yeah. You're, you're actually, fine. Maybe bring in one of your comment will come back to haunt me because <laughs> he's going to be out for months. Bring in one of your reserve defensive midfielders. <laughs> We've got Flamini, yeah, saving the world. Okay, and <laughs> Callum <laughs> Chambers, yeah. other option there. Chambers is a good player. Well, I'll, I'll come in with a, an early um, highlight of the week from uh, oh, Mark. Mark I uh, says the so unexpected injury to Francis Coquelin and the collapse of Arsenal season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it, mean was, it was so bad oh. that Mikel Arteta came on to replace him and then came <laughs> off about half an hour later, also injured. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Um, Swansea drew two all with Bournemouth. There was big talk that 
that uh, Gary might, might have lost his job mm. and they've lost that. They were 2 0 down. I was fearing for Monk. What a lovely uh, goal. Yeah. The second one was it Bournemouth. Was. But it's then. Still, it's still a bit of a terrible result, though, isn't yeah, it? Was Drawing it, at home to Bournemouth. True, who can't but, score. Yeah, but I mean, I, I know, you, of course, you're right, but 2 0 down and then coming back to 2 all, at least there's a little bit of character there from, yeah. from the but side. Isn't, isn't it weird that Shelby's getting a chance for England in a season where his team aren't doing very well? Well, yeah. he, he saved the day, didn't he? Yeah. He did. You know what? There was a really amazing start match of the day. That's his first goal of the season, uh, obviously. And uh, that's from 31 shots. Yeah, it was that, yeah. wasn't it? It's incredible. And actually, Andre Ayew as well oh, displayed yeah. one of the most dynamic pieces of football I've ever seen when he <laughs> fouled himself to win a penalty. <laughs> not, not, not the lovely back heel goal. No, not that. No. <laughs> or off, Marcus. Or <laughs> off, everybody. Yeah, well, I'd like... It's a shame for Monk. I mean, he was being talked up massively at the start of the season. Rightly so. They're having a good uh, time of it. And it when you hear about rumours of him losing his job, you think, oh, dear. Yeah, no, hopefully that is just uh, yeah. just that. It's Swansea don't seem like a club that make a rash decision like that. That is absolutely right. Now, at the time of recording, Crystal Palace are playing, so we won't talk about them directly, but we will say that the big news concerning the club is that the man has been arrested on suspicion of trying to punch Palace's bald eagle, American mm. bald eagle um, called Kayla. The incident was alleged to have happened in September against Charlton in the Cup, and uh, the, the bald eagle's been the mascot since 2010, flies around the ground before kickoff, before every home, every home match. 34. That's, that's mental. <laughs> 34 years old. What is old, happening yeah. in football? People trying to punch animals and birds, Pete. I mean, but, I, you're can you the sort go-to guy imagine with this. Sort of being, like, just being up on a, a, an eagle-punching charge. It's not how you want to live your life, is <laughs> it, really? <laughs> really? Like, we all get excited. Genuinely. Genuinely. Imagine that. You go to prison for... It probably won't be a long sentence. <laughs> like, what, what are you in for? I punched an eagle. <laughs> well, that's what he did. He didn't do. even do it. He tried. First day, first day in prison... You hit the biggest eagle in the room. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah there you go. Send a message. Well, I think do, you know, those... do you know who the eagle is? Yeah, the Kayla. eagle is no. The eagle, no. Kayla, is the eagle from the front cover of Only by the Night by Kings of Leon. Really? So that eagle uh. has clearly achieved more in its life yeah, um, than that man. Than that man, even though it's an eagle. Yeah, yeah. that wow. is incredible. But the fact is, the eagle's flying around the stadium. The last thing I would it's do... It's bold, isn't it? Yeah, it, but it is bold, Jim. The last <laughs> thing I would do if the, if the eagle's flying around with its big talons out... It's big talons. ...is thinking, oh, I'd love to punch that. I'm, I'm going to chin that yeah. birdie bird. <laughs> oh, dear, that bird get higher than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the last thing I'm thinking. Take that, you flying monster. <laughs> yeah, you, you beaky knob. <laughs> Just, yeah. Oh, dear, dear, we're going to talk about the classic after this. Watch out now, it's getting too hot to handle the screens. Somebody falls around. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Don't forget the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Coming at you on Friday mornings. We got our bet of the re- week wrong, didn't we, Peter? Yes, we, we were close. We were very close. We were very, we were very close. I mean, it was, uh, it was Deli Ali to score at any time and Spurs to win. We got one. We didn't get the other. Yeah. Hit the bar. So close. He did hit the bar. Yes. Well done, so, Deli yeah. Ali, for ruining charity. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you listen to uh, the preview show on uh, Friday. Yeah, there yeah. we are now. And, uh, and do, and do uh, gamble responsibly. Absolutely right. right. Absolutely. Punch eagles responsibly. <laughs> 
and gamble responsibly, yeah. guys. And right? also, we should clarify that punching eagles responsibly just means not punching eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your eagle punching to um, video games. Use your fists responsibly. <laughs> now then, let's go to the league where the classic happened between Real Madrid and Barcelona. Barcelona were <laughs> ruddy magnificent. Absolutely rampant. Oh, vintage stuff. God, Real just looked so disconnected and just, just they had absolutely nothing for it. You know, Isco got applauded off. He did. When he got sent off <laughs> yeah. just because he looked like he cared. Because yeah. <laughs> he hacked down Neymar, got a straight red. Yeah. I think the Real Madrid supporters were a bit like, well, at least there's a better fight there. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely extraordinary. You know, like, the Classico is in danger of kind of losing its meaning a little bit. Because in, in recent years, Barcelona have had a few of these where they've absolutely thrashed them. Mm. You know, it's quite a while ago now, but there was that 6 2. I think, has there been a 5 0 in there as well? That, I think yeah, that, you go won, going back a, a little a few they've, years they've there. They've won, I think, 10 of the last 15. And they've, they've, they've been dominated it. Oh, but it's still a great fixture. Of course it is. But Real Madrid have got to be looking at that thinking, well, this is becoming routinely embarrassing. What, what are we going to do True, about this? But when Barcelona turn it on, they're the best side in the world to watch. Absolutely. So but you're always going to get but, some yeah, amazing Real, entertainment. Real Madrid, because of who they are, because of their status, because of that rivalry, they cannot accept that. No, I know. You can't be part of that club and just go, oh, well, sometimes no, no. our rivals are just that much better than us. <laughs> no, <laughs> Let's but, not try. No, but the point was, though, will it lose its appeal? And I was saying, no, it won't. No, I'm not saying it's appeal, but it's sort of... It, it, it may lose the sense that it could go either way because it doesn't feel like that now does okay. it okay oh, i thought you were suggesting that like the real madrid president of florentino perez like owns the, the, the owns the television company no like, no, 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 no i was watching it this year the, the classico <laughs> is such a big game and such an appealing fixture because yeah. it could go either way yeah yeah or, but you know but, in theory true but you're you're watching the, the the biggest match in the world yeah and it will always be the biggest match in the world unless you know spurs couldn't uh... <laughs> Come what has happened to you? <laughs> I don't know. Is um, Ramble like slipping you some money or something? He might be. He might well be. Luis Suarez, one of the best. He he's one of the best finishers I've probably we've probably ever seen. And yeah. often his game, we, you 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 talk about him his his whole game, mm. how brilliant he is and, and wonderful. And blah 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 blah. And sometimes you forget to kind of look at the more detailed aspects mm. of what he does. His finishing is yeah. super bloody perm mm. it's all different types of finishes in that game the one of the outside of the right boot which was a, an amazing passing move which he finished off superbly well such a hard skill to do the, the set, his second where he just went in on the keeper took all the time in the world bearing in mind he's away at the boat about and defenders <laughs> are bearing down on him and he's waiting he's just waiting for the keeper to fall on his backside and then just knocks it over him mm. he's just brilliant and, and, <laughs> and to throw in another couple of, of memorable ones one certainly was against England when he ran through and goes smack Smashed it yeah. past Joe Hart in the World Cup. But he runs at players. He and does. They don't know what to do. Well, mm. Rupert Fryer. Uh, people, people don't do it anymore. That's no, the yeah. thing. Again, again, it's another th- th- act or art uh, lost from the game. Yeah. Well, Rupert Fryer, obviously a friend of, of ours and, and a well respected journalist, he said something quite brilliant about Luis Suarez that Suarez, it's almost like he looks at defenders as if they're an utter inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like runs a, through just them. Just a training cone. Just, just, just a fleshy the, training get cone. Get out the way and let me do this brilliant yeah. piece of skill. It's, it's like he's, a, yeah, it is. It's like he's yeah. late for a train in a busy station <laughs> and he's got to get this ball into that net. Yeah, you're damn right. He, he make, he, at every point uh, in his game and every minute of the game he seems to make the right decision. Yeah. And I think that's well, kind of like... Well, apart from when he bites well, somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was, that as well. When he gets it wrong, he gets it spectacularly <laughs> oh, there wrong. Was a, there was a great example of that side of Suarez's game in, in, in the match where Rafael Varane um, tackled him. Didn't look like a foul to me. Suarez dived kicked Varane on the way down and yep. just picked up the ball as he hit the ground to basically just give himself a free <laughs> kick. It's like, he's cheated three times there and hasn't even been fouled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's... Yeah, well, there is that side of his game. Did he get the free kick or didn't he, Jim? He did. The right <laughs> there decision. Are. There the are. right decision three times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the other finish I was going to say, which was possibly my favourite one, was when he nutmegged David Luiz in the Champions League away to PSG, in on through on the, on the on the goalkeeper, stuffs it in the top corner. No need, you dirty boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's Absolutely. just wonderful. He yeah. is so flipping good. And I think Lewandowski's taken a bit of the the um, the limelight when we talk about strikers, and rightly so this yeah. season, but Suarez for well, me... Well, is, they share it out, though, don't they? So yeah. That's, yeah. Mm. He's sort of understandable. Just, <laughs> he never, ever looks like missing when he's in front of no. the ball. He's so clinical. And, and so he's, and he, out of the three kind of forward players between Messi and Neymar and, and him, he's like the least marketable. Yeah. And, that's the, yeah. and, and so people kind of forget about him a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, he's wonderful. Well, it's, yeah. you know, it's no wonder that Barcelona waited so long, played so much money, even though he had that great big ban, of course. 
yeah. off the back mm. of the World Cup. They were like, no, he, he's a Barcelona well, player. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the it's one of the greatest forward lines in in the history of football. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not unreasonable to say. Drink it in, people. But they're, they're such a great team again, and they've got Alex Vidal and Arda Turan to come as well in in January. It's easy to forget they actually did signs and players <laughs> they, in the summer. They, they brought Messi on it. at three 0 yeah. I know. That, I believe that's yeah. known in the trade as a cigar substitute. Yeah, <laughs> a cigar substitute is a vape, Marcus. It was a vape. It was an e-cigarette. Indeed. Yeah. Very true. Very actually, true. Bravo had a great game. So it made eight saves. So he it's did. not like Real mm. didn't have their chances. It's just Barca just, were, just well, that, that, had that an was, answer. That for was the weird had. thing about Real, because all of like their, their, you know, their cigar substitute players, their, their champagne players, they, they were all excused um, international duty, duty for various reasons. Neymar was back from Brazil two days before. Yep. Um, well, yeah, Suarez had been Rakitic away. was crocked. Iniesta was hurting as well. Mascherano was carried off in the first half. So there's no real mm. excuse for my money. Yeah. That, right. uh, well, everyone was rested. Benitez is, uh, is under so much pressure. Now, isn't yeah. it? Well, Perez has backed him. He yeah. has backed like he did yeah. Ancelotti. Yeah, he's backed him for a bit. Somebody on Twitter that said that's pretty much what he said. <laughs> that is sacking your manager one on one. That is yeah. that is kind who of knows how what you sack He said, "Yeah, we back him, but you know who knows what will happen in six months." <laughs> <laughs> Deary me, Jeez. that Iniesta goal. We've <laughs> yeah. got to get a bit of a mention oh, for that Iniesta yeah. goal. That was vintage. That was like under Guardiola, sort of stuff. That was mm. absolutely Beautiful. different class. Yeah, it's fair to say Benitez got his tactics wrong. Um, he brought Benzema back into the side after he missed six games. Um, and, uh, For an unspecified reason. Uh, yes, uh, absolutely right. And uh, Benitez, um, he's been accused of being a bit too defensive. And he played quite an attacking lineup mm. in, in, in that game. And there was a huge gap between Cruz and Modric and the attacking midfielders. People were saying it was surprised he didn't play Casimiro. Or, or even, I know it's, it's not the most uh, cultured of decisions, but just putting Pepe as a destroyer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, my goodness. Just um, rolled over. Got their bellies rubbed. Yeah, they did. I think a former Barca and Brazil player, Rivaldo, was there, and he was saying that uh, Zidane should be given the job. You think Benitez is still in the job, Pepe? Yeah, well, actually, that's pretty much what Perez has said, isn't it? Benitez is there till we can find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- you know what? This gives Mourinho an exit strategy. It was only a week or so ago he was talking about how he would be open to going back to Madrid at some stage in his career. I'm not sure they'd be open to him going back but the, but, but the ace up Mourinho and Benitez's sleeve sleeves is that uh, there isn't too many candidates is there no to, absolutely. to, to, to come in mm. um, oh, although, oh god can Perez just not doing it himself <laughs> that's what we all want this is surely where this is all leading <laughs> oh, I would like to see Zidane in a dugout though oh, yeah. that would be beautiful it would be it would, it, it would be, be a nightmare and it wouldn't work, but it would be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but it was funny, wasn't it, when uh, PK was so annoyed at the end of the game when Munir shot wide. Munir yeah. should have scored. Mm. Imagine that, they'd have beaten 5 0. But, oh, but just, that happened uh, under Mourinho, though, didn't it? Remember in yeah, the, uh, but, no, but yeah. not the Bonabeo. No. We had 6 2. Yeah. Um, I, don't know if, I can't remember if that was under Mourinho or, or not. I remember we were around Andy Brassel's house watching it. We mm. certainly and were. His, right. uh, girl, girlfriend, wife? Wife. A wife uh, made some delicious yeah. food. <laughs> Some delicious Spanish food. Yeah. So there we go. I think actually Mr. Brassel made it. Did he? Yeah. Oh, well, that's me being uh, stereotypical about women. Yeah. How rude. They're both good cooks. Yeah. All right, if you're listening, Andy. <laughs> the Brassels. <laughs> Brassels Brasserie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it no, we, we called it El Brassico, if I remember that's right. That's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> we certainly did. Um, but yeah, PK was waiting and he wanted Munir to, uh, to, to to leave it and obviously he didn't and PK was because they were giving him pelters if P- PK if he'd have scored that was the only thing for me yeah. I wish he'd have scored <laughs> it would have been great he'd it's, have been away I mean 4-0 is a battering but 5-0 is a bit more. It, it gets exponentially worse yes. doesn't it the more you concede like yeah, yeah, 5-0 yeah. is 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 worse than 4-0 by more than one goal's value. <laughs> and, especially, and especially if PK scores it as well, because he looks like a man who belongs uh, in inflatable form on a garage um, forecourt. <laughs> yes. He kind of looks like one of those... They love them at Barcelona. Even I scored. They like them at Barcelona as well. We've seen them at the new camp, and they obviously hate them at Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid also won, which means Madrid dropped down to third. A bad weekend for them. Didn't like that one. Didn't like that one. Let's go quickly to Serie A where Juve beat Milan 1-0. Juve up to six. They're turning it round slowly, aren't they? Lovely goal uh, they scored. It was all about the skill from Pogba in the build-up. Lovely little piece of uh, skill there. It's weird to see Juve and Milan, and you think Juve just go up to six, and you think, oh, used to be top two, that. Mm. Used to be top two. Football changes, though. And Mancini is uh, into Milan side, or inter side, sorry. They're not called into Milan. They uh, are are top of the league. um, And uh, Mancini fell over. (laughs) Did he not? (laughs) It's a lovely fall. Well, I mean, one of the most gift, 
gifted footballers <laughs> of the 90s. Yeah. Like, probably one of the best number 10s that uh, Italy yeah. have ever had. It's a long time ago, the <laughs> 90s, though. You forget, a, a friend of mine um, makes a really great point about this, is that the 70s, uh, sorry, the 90s are now as long ago as the 70s were well, in the 90s, which yeah. seems really weird, but then you see things like that and you go, yes. Yes, time has kept relentlessly marching. <laughs> it's true to form. Yeah. Time is true to form, if, if nothing else. My uh, my giddy aunt. Um, uh, shall we go then to the highlights of the week with Pete Donaldson? Let's. Well, let's do that. I mean, you know, I've got to get my sheets out where I printed out all the highlights. Here we go. I got them. I got them. Thank nice you, uh, everyone who got in touch. Uh, Nick Playfair says uh, Steve Kane bouncing back by winning the Singapore League title. Needless to say, he's had the last laugh. Oh, <laughs> and that's the real yeah. quiz. <laughs> Well done, Kilo. He's he back um, on the horse. His team aren't even in Malaysia, which is quite uh, sorry. Singapore. Aren't even in Singapore, which is quite exciting. It's a tiny place. Yeah. Weird. Uh, Niall Norton says, uh, Man City's mascots are all looking for a high five from Colo while gleefully asking, are you Yaya's brother? Colo was loving it. Um, <laughs> Martin says, Ander Herrera going absolutely bonkers at the last minute United goal on Saturday. Did you see this? Oh, I didn't see he that He was one. like a caged hen that had just been, I don't know, set on fire. It was, it was just going up, <laughs> running, With running, running <laughs> up and down oh, no, the small I bit did, of the dugout. Just got like, like banging on the sides. Yeah. Oh, he had gone mental. Committed to the calls, mate. He really was. Uh, Michael Hayworth uh, is... His uh, highlight is the Brecon goalkeeper turning out at Stenhouse Muir ground when it turns out it was a home game. Good. Uh, Al Wilkie, um, I bought an advent calendar. It was a Milky Bar one. Uh, Mark... (laughs) Mark says, uh, we've only done the unexpected injury to Francis Coquelin. Um Ewan Rowe, only got a few more. Coventry scoring four goals in ten minutes to go top the league. Our first top six finish between 1972 uh, before. Our first, sorry, top six finish since 1972 is on the cards. Kev Sims says, Brighton now 17 games unbeaten a year ago. Amazing. We were in the relegation zone. Could we see Brighton in the Premier League? It would be quite be great. Fantastic. They've got to start turning some of those draws into wins, though. Bobby Z. Bobby Zamora scored again. He could be back in the Prem. Yeah, true. Get him uh, on the plane. Taylor and Bestie, I presume this one's at Taylor rather than Bestie John Carver on Match of the Day 3 just because that's the first time I've ever watched Match of the Day 3 it's a coincidence it was uh, a Luke it, it was him a Luke and I can't remember who else was on the on, on the panel but it was just like what the hell is going on here why they haven't got any footage to play <laughs> they just they'd show little bits little snatches of the match yeah. afterwards yeah. and like the, the press conference and stuff and it's, it's like not, it's not a bad show it's just wait, well, it's got John Carver on it Marcus well, crying out loud doesn't normally no it's true uh, Andrew Davidson uh, getting to see both Shaw and Heskey up front in uh, 2015 what dreams are made of oh. hashtag and finally for now David Hogg in East Kilbride Scotland um <laughs> I played in my school's Young Performer of the Year and I messed up the solo to Iron Man. Liverpool Aww. winning was quite a good uh, result as well. So there you go. <laughs> oh, there yeah, maybe, you go. maybe his version was Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well done, Jim. Uh, finally for now, one final one. Uh, Shandy says, Le Shandy on Twitter says, uh, Gateshead mascot, a giant goat man, beating the Metro Norms in a 60-metre race at halftime against Halifax. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah, lovely. Thank you for those. You can't argue with that. Let's have a website roundup, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, I'll do the website roundup because Luke isn't here. Um, so this week, the always excellent Kelly Wells brings us news of Partick Thistle's terrifying range of Christmas gifts. I'm sure you can imagine what they're based around. The strange tale of the lady who dressed up as a generic man but actually very specifically became Carl Jenkinson. <laughs> and Brisbane Roar's Jamie Young making a goalkeeping oh. mistake so odd it looks like he's discovered a black hole between his legs. That's so very strange. Very, very odd. A yeah. strange quirk of physics. So that's all over at thefootballramble.com. Get yourself over there. Get my, yourselves there. My highlight is definitely, um, we just had the um, final uh, score in the uh, Palace Sunderland match. <laughs> Palace. Palace have been beaten by a northeastern team, hopefully two in one week. Oh, <laughs> wow. Is, is it come to this? You're celebrating Sunderland victories <laughs> over Pardew. While Fat Sam's on the telly. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, you yeah. supported Big Sam over Pardew. <laughs> Yes, I would. God, what have I become? What have I become? It's true. What you've been in that London too long. What a horrible sewer man I've become. When you've got a common enemy, it's surprising <laughs> you'll jump into bed with. Um, uh, Petey, what about the 4-4-Tunes business? 4-4-Tunes, uh, the lovely lad Dean at 4-4-Tunes. Uh, that's 4 4 or, or NS for Fortunes, see what he's done there. Mm. Uh, he did a wonderful video of our opening question for last week. Probably won't do it this week, so opening question, because it's a bit um, haphazard, let's say, yes. and very, um, very B list heavy. Don't box it. Very B list heavy. But uh, yeah, he did a great uh, version, rendition uh, visually of me um, grating cheese on uh, Ronaldo's. Uh, Ronaldo's abs. Tom Tom. Beautiful. Get on his Tom Tom. Have, have a check it out. YouTube.com uh, forward slash uh, football ramble. But you can find uh, four four tunes over uh, at YouTube.com forward slash four four tunes. And he does uh, loads of cartoons yeah. right throughout the week. I think yeah. uh, it's, it's his main job, isn't it? He just does cartoons all the time. So. Yeah. Amazing. What scenes. a world we live in. What there a dude. Are. What a dude. See, Thank you, Dean, for that. He's playing two up front. 
He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Bring it back, would Dean? If you want to get in touch, the email address is showatthefootballramble.com. The uh, Twitter is at footballramble. And of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. You know about Facebook. You know about Instagram. Yeah, mate. You know about all that, mate. Mm. Right. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And it's cheerio from myself. This weekend on Absolute Radio and Rock and Roll Football from 1.30, we're going to be following Villa, who desperately need a win against Watford. The home side haven't won in 12 or at home all season. John Champion, kick-by-kick commentary on Absolute Radio at absoluteradio.co.uk. Join him from 1.30. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and join the uh, them for the match at uh, three o'clock. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs>